Hello and welcome to an all new episode of Glenn is Talking, the man from New York. So, we're going to talk about New York City this episode. And can New York City be saved? Is New York City in danger? Now, if you live in New York, you obviously know about crime. Crime has been on everybody's mind. Um, Every time you turn the news, there's some heinous story, um, random attacks of violence, um, you know, there's been random attacks of violence on members of the Asian American community. There's been just dis- egregious acts that we've seen across the board here in New York City. We've seen there's a woman, a scientist for uh, New York City's health department, walking down the subway tunnel, bludgeoned with a hammer, skull fractured. Uh, we've seen people shoved into subway platforms, shoved shoved off subways to their deaths. We've seen. Uh, People stalked, killed in their apartments. These random acts of violence. There's another heinous story. A woman was walking to work somewhere in Brooklyn a couple weeks ago. And some random person just stabbed her. And she ended up dying. And she made it to work. And I think she died there. Or at least on her way to the hospital. But there's been so many heinous stories here in New York City. And I'm not saying this to scare you. So if you're from outside of New York City, I'm not I'm not trying to scare you, but this is the reality of what's going on. Now, is New York City Murderville capital right now? No. Is this is this uh, a war torn you know place? No. But there's a lot of issues here that can't be just look. You can't look away. They can't be dismissed. And. My biggest issue with a lot of this is there doesn't really seem to be a sense of urgency from leaders and elected officials in this city. There's been plenty of press conferences and platitudes about doing things, but there doesn't really seem to be a sense of urgency. And if you talk to people, people, a lot of people just don't feel safe. And it doesn't matter if you live in Brooklyn or Harlem, the Bronx or whatever. A lot of people just do not feel safe. Now, a lot of times when we talk about crime in New York City, we, we compare it to other periods in the city. We compare it to the 70s, right? When the city was on the brink of bankruptcy or the 80s or the, the record homicide rates in the 90s. And often when we talk about crime, now people say, yes, st- statistically, the city is still much safer. Especially f- to those days. And that's true. However... There are plenty of New Yorkers who, they weren't around in the 70s and 80s and 90s. They were, they, they've only known the, a certain era of New York. So it doesn't mean much then when you say, yeah, the city may be a little bit more dangerous now, but it wasn't like it was before. That doesn't really make people comfortable. That doesn't give them comfort. It's like when I went, when I went to high school, I went to high school, maybe had a lot of issues. You know, there's metal detectors every day. There was... You know, there was violence, there was issues, especially freshman year, right? And some of the teachers and staff would tell us, yeah, things are not great, but it was really bad about three or four years ago. It was horrible. So part of me is like, oh, wow, glad I wasn't here. But it didn't really give me much comfort in the present moment. So simply saying that, okay, we haven't gone all the way back to the bad old days doesn't mean that today is good. 
And there's a serious lack of urgency from some of the leaders in the city. Now, the mayor's only been in office a couple months, so it seems unfair to say he's not doing enough yet. But it doesn't feel like, you know, I I just don't feel that people are really grasping what's going on. And it comes to law enforcement, look, I believe in criminal justice reform. I don't, I don't think we can solve our problems simply by locking people up and trying to throw, throw them away. But that doesn't mean that we can just ignore issues and this, and this be like, oh, that's not that bad. We, 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 you know, we, we, we have to address all of the issues. Like I say, it isn't simply about locking people up, but we can't just ignore some of the stuff we see. We, we know, in the name of compassion, compassion without common sense is just stupidity. And we hear a lot, a lot of times when we we people ask, "What are we going to do about these issues?" We think we're dealing with homeless in the subways, or we're dealing with. Uh, some people in the streets, all the subways who seem to be disturbed, or we deal with other rent crime, shoplifting, mugging, whatever we're dealing with. The answer from a lot of people seems to be, well, we just need more services. Well, okay, what are these services and what are they actually going to do? And, and, and how long is it going to take for these services to have an impact? Are we talking months? Are we talking years? What, what about right now? What are you doing right now to make people feel safe and secure? And actually making them safe and secure. You know, a lot of people say, well, you know, a lot of times people say, well, we, we, you know, we need more social workers. We should send social workers here and send them there. Now, social workers do amazing work and do a great job. And, but they can't solve all our problems. And if they are, I hope they're going to get paid more money. But everyone, whenever we talk about potentially dangerous situations, everyone's answer seems to be, well, we just send more social workers. Well, have we have have we asked the social workers? Is that what they want? Are we paying them more money? Are we making sure they're more secure? We put a lot of effort on them. We put a lot of the burden on them. Theoretically, it could be that that seems to be the default answer for many people. And we need common sense approach to these issues. New York City is. Is a combustible place. It's a place full of kinetic energy. And New York City works when there's sort of equilibrium of chaos and order. You veer too much towards order, the city becomes sterile, it becomes unimaginative, it becomes a place that isn't quite New York. You veer too much towards chaos, then it becomes dangerous. It becomes a place where people don't want to live, where people don't want to visit. It becomes a shadow of itself. So you, you have to find that balance. So simply, simply isn't just about locking people up and throwing away the key, but it can't be just be ignoring bad behavior just because we think it's not that big of a deal. And while we need more, yes, we, we need more programs for people, uh, everything from employment to, to drug addiction to everything. To, to education. But there are some people, we have to admit, there are some people, there may be a small percentage, but there are some people who, no matter what help you offer them, they're going to do what they're going to do. That's just reality in any part of the world. 
We see many of these horrible cases where people, these, these horrendous crimes are being committed and the people they apprehend, these people have long records. They've been arrested dozens of times, if not more. They've been on parole. They have all these, this history. Now, at some point, were they offered help? Did they receive help? Who knows? But I do know there are plenty of people who, who have offers of help, receive help, and it just doesn't, whatever. Maybe they don't really want it. Or maybe it just doesn't hold. Or maybe that person is too far gone from, from the norms of society to, to be an actual, you know, healthy, productive member of it. Because at some point, if you're hitting people upside, you're bludgeoning people to death with, or bludgeoning them, assaulting them with hammers, or just randomly stabbing people, or shoving people, then just, at some point, something didn't work out. Now, maybe you didn't receive the proper help, or maybe you did, and maybe it, whatever, whatever the circumstances are. But the question is, who's going to step up and, and, and fix these issues? Like I said, well, there's a lot of, lot, of, there's a lot of talk, and it's not even really great talk. It's nothing really inspirational. People say, well, we have these issues, and we need to do more. Okay, what actually are you doing? Tell us what you're going to do here in New York. And I know, and I know New York isn't. I know this isn't just a New York issue. I know there's issues in in other places across the country, and I'm sure people live in those places have the same questions. Okay, what are you actually going to do to make sure that your citizens are feeling safe and are secure and can go about their lives? And 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 what are you actually doing to protect the communities in Harlem when there's an overabundance of drug treatment clinics that are sort of disproportionate to the actual population that need it. In Chinatown, where there's, it is, you have a disproportionate amount of homeless shelters. Okay, so you're going to put these places in these locations. What services are you providing to make sure the community is safe and that the people who are getting help in those places are also getting abundance of resources? Simply dumping problems in certain neighborhoods. And of course, the way things are going is it's not really confined to any one particular neighborhood. I think almost anywhere you live in New York, you're going to come across some of these issues. And this has to be about, it has to be about common sense. This can't be about Democrat or conservative, liberal, progressive, Republican. It, it, it can't be about that. This has to be about what can we do yes, to help people and also keep people safe. And yes, it's about practicing compassion, but also compassion with common sense. Because common sense, compassion without common sense will get you knocked upside the head sooner than you think. And right now, New York is, is getting hurt. And you have to have, like I said, well, you have to have a balance of you that equilibrium, that that sort of or you know, that liminal space between chaos and order. Because if you veer towards one place or another, it doesn't work. And New Yorkers have to be more, I think, vocal. You can't be so cynical when it comes to things. Like I've seen something on social media that kind of made me concerned that people have dismissed. Uh, there was a there was a story. I think it was TikTok. A young lady who was upset because she was in the subway and apparently a homeless person spit on her, and she was very upset. And she was like, she was in her twenties, and there were people who were like, 
what's the big deal? You know, it's it's, it's New York. Uh, that you know, why are you demonizing? Look, I think if someone spits on you, you deserve you deserve to get upset. If a random stranger, you're going about your business, spits on you, you deserve to be upset. And like I said, there's a, a generation of people, either native New Yorkers or transplants to New York, who don't know anything about the the bad days of New York. They ne- they didn't experience it. And and the reality that there's a big difference in the New York that they're experiencing now than they just experienced two and a half years ago. So it doesn't give them comfort to say, well, it isn't like it used to be. That doesn't make people feel better. It doesn't make people want to leave or, or move or go somewhere. Doesn't doesn't inspire people. So I, I I'm not quite sure what. You know. People's thinking here. And that's, there's another video. Someone shows a video of Canal Street, with lots of you know, and people was like, oh, that's Canal Street. It's always running that way. You can anyone objectively, you can't look at Canal Street, now today, and say it's. It's just as it was just a year ago or a year and a half ago or two years ago. The, the quality of life has deteriorated in that part of the city. And it has deteriorated in many parts of the city. From Harlem and East Harlem and other parts of the city. Chinatown. And so people just say, oh, this is New York. Mm. Like I said, there are plenty of New Yorkers who either they've never known the so-called bad days. They weren't, they weren't even alive back then. Or they've been here all their lives. They've been here for decades. And they've experienced the highs and their lows. And they like the highs. And they don't want to go back to the lows. So, mayor, city council, borough presidents, whoever, state senators, assembly people. You, you got to do something. Because, you know, people... The city deserves better. The people of the city deserve better. And I think the people of the city, people here in New York, we we got to be more vocal and say that we deserve better. We just can't sort of be nonchalant. Be like, oh, this is just New York. We, we, no, we deserve better. If, if we're truly the greatest city in the world, then let's start with treating, uh, making sure our citizens are being treated great. I think that's the. I mean, that's, I think that's the least we could do, right? Now, is New York City in danger of? I don't know, becoming like it was, or worse than it was back in the day. I don't know. But there's a huge. There's a there's a huge issue here. There's a huge disconnect. And there's got to be common sense. It's, you have to have compassion. You got to be practical. And there's got to be leadership. And yeah, there's going to be some... You're going to annoy some people. You're going to offend some people, I'm sure. There's, no one's ever going to be happy 100% with even plans. But simply giving platitudes and saying, oh, we, we need more services. Okay, well, then you have to tell us what these services are, how you're going to implement them, and what impact you think they're going to have. 
and how long it's going to take and what you're going to do right now. Don't tell us about stuff that will pay off dividends in the long term, which we should invest. We should invest in long-term things that will pay off dividends, you know, five years, 10 years, whatever. You shouldn't ignore that. But we also need to do things now. It's like you got a house, yeah. You're gonna, you got some, some renovations planned for the future of your house. But there's also some immediate issues. The boiler needs work. So let's do that. So who will save New York? I don't know. But someone should step up. Hopefully. Thank you for listening. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Handle at Glenn Price Man. Glenn with two wins. Price Man with two wins. You can email me. Podcast at manglenn.com. That's man with two wins. Glenn with two wins. Also, if you would like to support this podcast or, you know, the podcast host, you can find me on Venmo with the handle at Man Glenn. Man with two wins. Glenn with two wins. Thank you for listening. Take care of yourself.